We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 303. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And this is the Spring Hasn't Sprung Yet episode. People are wanting to plant. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I planted. Yeah, but not outside. Not outside, but I do set them outside in the afternoon. Well, no, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I got I got 12 baby mater plants. Oh, nice. Yep. yep. I only need two of them, so I'm going to probably give them away to my mom or whoever. We'll there take you go. some tomato plants. I grew them all, you know, because I didn't know. Because I'd never grown them from a seed before. Oh, really? So I'm growing from the seed this time. So uh, Oh, so you've, all, you've always got the little plants. Yeah, yeah. Oh. All the time. So, uh, you know, you start a little earlier when you grow from the seed. So they're about an inch tall right now. They're cute. How about that? Yeah. Well, so I we'll mean, see my, how, how it ends up. My mom will be really excited. I'm going to do cucumbers. Sharon wants me to do cucumbers this year, but it's way too early to plant those. I'm going to wait till it gets, I, I won't start those inside like I'm doing my tomatoes. I'll just put those outside in the ground and have at it. And they're pretty easy to grow. So, Well, yeah, but they're going to vine everywhere, aren't they? Mm, there's different varieties. Some go up, some go, there's a few that are good for containers that, you know, kind of go down, but they don't go out as far. So we'll see. Oh, okay. It's a uh, you know, experiment. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but for people who are uh, asking us on, on uh, the page, you know, if they could move their plants out, it's like, well, we're in the middle of, we're in the beginning of February. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, we don't We've had do big this. snows after this time all the time. Oh, gosh, yes. And in, the even big in freeze April, we had a couple of years ago was mid-February. yeah. So, yeah. Boy, I hope we don't have another one of those. I'm, I'm just I'm just not feeling it. Personally, I mean, I think we're done with the with the stupid What cold. constitutes what, what what's your uh definition of sp- spring sp- sprunging? <laughs> spring sprunging? <laughs> yeah. Spring springing. Yeah. Well, okay, my definition would be uh past the freeze. Right? And it's going to get cold at night. Still, It still gets cold at night. Yeah, but if it's... Uh, we yeah, got a it's chance this weekend, you know, 32. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, to me, stupid cold would be more, you know, highs of 20. But so, granted, no. you walk outside today, it was 65 degrees. It was great. Oh, my gosh. Tomorrow, it's going to be windy, like a spring day, but it's going to be warm. Yeah. People are wanting, you know, warmer weather. Uh reason I ask about spring, springing, and sprunging, I saw a, a honeybee yesterday. Whoa. I heard spring peepers tonight. Oh, did ya? And okay. the robins have returned. Okay. Now, I, ha- I did hear uh, reports of robins coming back. So do the animals know something we don't? I don't know. Well, what did, what did the big old groundhog say? Early spring. For Pennsylvania. 
No, he he does the whole country. Oh, he does the whole country. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, our weather school is going to be on Punxsutawney gotcha. Field, so that'll we'll explain it. That. Yeah, that explains it. But I thought it. it neat to see a honeybee yesterday, and yeah. uh, it feels good. So. Well, now, does that mean the ants are starting to get active again? Well, if the bees are up... It, they're gonna. Everything's gonna be kind of active, right? I was thinking maybe the snakes would wake up a little early. Hmm, that'd be good. Yeah, we'll see. Well, temperatures in. I mean, now we we've had some some cool mornings, some fog, misty yeah. and fog. I yeah. mean, not terrible. I mean, there's been isolated places uh, where there's some fog developing. Generally, from like Joplin up, up to Nevada, maybe Springfield, east of Springfield or something. I thought I got up the other morning and looked out. It was up early because I had to go record. It was a little misty, you know, kind of not foggy, but just mm-hmm. kind of that moist atmosphere type yeah. of thing. Um, yeah, and you can tell that it's all coming, it's all coming around now because moisture is coming into the atmosphere because our high temperature and our low temperature are getting closer now because mm-hmm. we would have high around sixty whatever, but then lows in the low 30s or low to mid 30s. Well, that's a 25 degree temperature spread. Now that the moisture is coming in, what's happening is we have the temperatures in the 60 or 65, but the overnight low is only dropping to maybe like, oh, you know, low 40s. So that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a smaller spread, 20 degree spread. Right. And uh, so there could be some stuff coming. We'll get to get your thing in a minute. Um, the, you mentioned when you come in, it's starting to get windy out there. Um, I noticed about four o'clock, the breeze started getting breezier. Oh, four. Okay. Yeah. I was getting kids off the bus, but now it's kind of like a steady breeze. I wonder what your station of oh, weather station. says up here. Let me. It's not a, a heavy breeze. It's just a breeze. It's noticeable. Yeah. We did peak up to 18.3 today. Oh, yeah. At some point. Right now it says 3.8, yeah. but that's it's got to be. It comes and goes. I mean, it's not, it's just, you know. It is breezier. It's not still by any means. So. No, and matter of fact, they have issued a wind advisory for tomorrow for basically Joplin, Springfield, um, <clears throat> Lebanon, and mm-hmm. north of there. They're saying sustained winds, 20 to 30 mile an hour, with gusts up to 45 miles per hour possible. Hmm. That's That constitutes a wind advisory. It does. And, you know, it. they're... I don't see any reason why they may be, you know, they could start popping stuff down here, but it, uh, because our grid, uh, let me see, I was just looking at our grid. Tomorrow, the, our Branson forecast grid says uh, southwest wind 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 16 to 21 in the morning, and winds could gust as high as 34 miles an hour. Now, isn't 40 more cri- criteria for a wind advisory? Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've never Not been sure. really solid. On that before, yeah, me neither. Yeah, you you could look that up, but um, <clears throat> so uh, I did check Juniper. <laughs> Juniper's still out there, you know. I think we decided last month Juniper is a winter and a spring pollinating tree. It's medium low right now to today and tomorrow, and going to be in the medium category on Friday. Medium six point six. So if you're an allergy sufferer. Juniper's what you're gonna see. That's what constitutes spring for me. Oh, when the trees start going allergies. Oh, because sometimes you have fall spring, like what we have. Yeah, and they start budding and blooming, and then that's what I'm afraid. I mean, comes do we it... have? Uh, have you heard reports of the buds starting on the trees 
already? <sighs> I haven't heard. I thought I could have maybe seen a few myself yesterday, but I didn't investigate very closely. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the normal high, <laughs> this is laughable, the normal high for today, 48 and 26. And next mm-hmm. week, Valentine's Day on the 14th, will be 49 and 28. So we are definitely on that slow rise. Wind advisory is sustained winds 31 to 39 miles per hour for at least one hour or any gusts between 46 and 57. That seems high to me. That seems really high. That's almost that's almost severe. Yeah, f- 58 would be the... the yeah, and this comes from National Weather Service. I, I wonder if the criteria... Well, the criteria shouldn't be different for different offices. Like winter it is. It doesn't look like it. It's a big like, glossary page of... Criteria for different warnings and stuff okay. like that. Yeah, because, well, yeah, when they say in that wind advisory, they're saying sustain 20 to 30. Uh, so maybe, you know, there's going to be that, you know, block of time right, they were saying. Second. But but still, if you're out driving, What's even, a severe thunderstorm wind warming criteria for you for wind for you? 58 miles per hour. Yeah. They say 60 because whatever. I They do. Which is fine. I mean. It used to be back in the day. It wasn't. One inch hail. It was a little lower than one inch hail, but now it's one inch hail. Yeah, I thought it was three quarters. I think you're right. Um, I think you're right. But I, I think with all their uh, technology and all the testing they're going, you know, you don't get that much damage, if anything. But a quarter size hail, yeah, you're going to get some damage. Yeah. Dents in your car. I wonder how many severe thunderstorms, what the number was before that criteria uh, up to one inch, if we had more severe thunderstorm warnings back then. Because it seems like we get them still, you know, quite often. Right. So yeah. Right. You know, but, but it's usually a lot of wind. Because True. what I've noticed throughout the past 10 years, um, when you read the text for a severe thunderstorm, watch. So whenever the Storm Prediction Center enters a issues a severe thunderstorm watch, you look at the text, and they tell you hail to, like, say, inch and a half in diameter, winds gusting to 60. Mm-hmm. Well, almost all of them now, almost all of them, in the severe thunderstorm watch text, say winds gusting to 70. I've noticed that increasing a little yeah. bit. Um, so... We've had, we've had times, I'm looking at these warnings and advisory, the definitions. We've had times we look outside and it's so foggy. It's like, why aren't they issuing a dense fog advisory? Why, yeah. why, why? Well, dense fog advisory is actually widespread visibility of under a quarter of a mile for at least three hours. You got that three-hour thing going in there, kind of like a blizzard warning. Oh. Yeah. So when we so when we were sitting downtown and couldn't even see the freaking stoplight, yeah, and I'm messaging the National Weather Service, and all they said was, "Well, it'll lift in a few minutes." <laughs> okay, well that doesn't do anything now. <laughs> Three hours. Yep. Oh um, gosh. Well, I mean, in 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 my opinion, they should have done a short fuse right. dense fog advisory, but they have to stick with that criteria. Which, right. I don't know. Hey. I know, but, but poor things. Hey, you know what we did? We no. went to Cedar Ridge Elementary. Uh, Cedar Ridge Intermediate Elementary oh. across the street. Well, see, I'm old school. Yeah. Elementary was kindergarten through sixth grade. Yeah, let's split it up now. <laughs> Intermediate. We talked to the fourth graders here in Branson. That's yeah. what we did. We had a good time. 
I had a blast. I we had a good time. Talk I, a little bit about weather balloons this time. Yeah, and that's what I really, really like about about these these things. It's the younger, you know, you get more animated and more visual, like right. tornadoes and stuff. And the older we get, now we're going to Ozark. Is it on the twentieth? Uh, yeah, Ozark. That's sixth graders, or is that Nixa? Ozark's fourth graders. Nixa's sixth graders. I think. Okay. Shara still hasn't think. told me what time we're going. I don't know that we know yet. Oh, oh, we don't even know. Okay. Yeah, I think she said they haven't. But, yeah, sixth graders. Now, i got to do a fancy weather word on that one. Yeah. yeah. For, for the third graders, I did uh, hydrometeor, which is a cool word. Mm-hmm. They got smart. And then in the fourth graders, I did petrichor, uh, cool. and they like that. So I thought about using, <laughs> but I'm not, but I thought about using icosahedral uh, I- non-hydrostatic. Yeah, that's the German luck. model. It's like, nah, that's too much explanation. It is. <laughs> so, but you know what I do have is my entire list of over 300 weather words of the week I there can go. go through cool. <clears throat> for the sixth graders. Um, okay. Uh, I, there have been people talking about a little bit of snow coming in on, uh, I think, Sunday night or Monday or something. I don't think it's going to stick. But I want you to take a look and tell us all the latest, what the models have to say. Model Minute, Model Minute, what do they say? It's the Model Minute. Yeah, so what are you seeing now? Um, there's a chance of some snow showers. Okay. Uh, Sunday night, Monday morning-ish. Uh, doesn't look like anything we should be worried about here. Uh, more of a chance of snow in central Missouri, St. Louis to the north. Uh, well, north of Springfield, actually. Down here, looks like it's just rain to get that wraparound snow shower effect at the end. Okay, yeah. See what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the temperature will be fine until that moisture is just about to push out. Then that front might come through and might drop. Okay. But uh, the low is 32. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So people. But it does look like a nice rain shower. I mean, nothing heavy. Or oh, anything I'm good like with that. that. Going, you know, and we've been lucky in the rain. I got to tell you, this morning when I looked at the models, there was a huge dark blue right over us. So I guess it's right over us. Was that at the GFS? Yeah. Like this morning, like because at nine. It's, it's to the north. It's north of here. We're in the green, basically. Just the very last frame, we're in the blue. Just a little bit of a. Okay. Oh, <laughs> wraparound stuff. Oops, that wants to take me to Amazon. I wonder what we're going to buy. Yeah, I mean, apparently, if they want hmm. us to buy something, I don't yeah. know. A yeah, sounding. But, oh, a sounding. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, so now, okay, that makes more sense now. If our low is 32, the snow chances would be a little bit greater to the north. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, after that, it's a bunch of nothing. Yeah. Nothing, 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 nothing until maybe later on, well, we shouldn't even talk, be talking about it. There's a little system moving through green. Nothing frozen. The only thro- f- thing frozen for Branson is just a little one frame of whatever's left over of the system that comes through Monday morning. <laughs> Snow shower, maybe some flurries. Yeah. Uh, Kids, it's not going to stick. It's not. And, you know, because spring has sprung. So, right. Well, you know, spring is getting close not, to spring. <laughs> uh, thermals yeah. are... Yeah, that's another big. To me, there's they're 
higher than they need to be or they should be at this time of year or normal. Later on, it gets closer to normal, but nothing stupid coming through. I mean, there's there's a night next week we're going to get lows in the mid-20s, possibly. That's not, average. Not a big deal at all, but still in the 50s for highs, uh, close to 60 for highs. <laughs> wow. Then maybe later on in the 40s, but uh, here come the 50s back. Um. Yeah, nothing too much to write home about on the model minute. Good, 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 good. Yeah, I just don't feel this stupid cold is going to come back. And now they have introduced snow showers on the grid. Have you seen that? Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Uh, rain likely Sunday night, then chance of rain slash snow. Not much, because the high Monday is 46. 30% oh, chance. there it is. Rain likely before midnight, then a chance of rain and snow, mostly cloudy, roll around 32. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Monday morning, chance of rain and snow before noon, mostly sunny, high near 46. So that tells me it's going to... Yeah. It's just going to go It's nothing. There. It's a nothing burger. I'm, you know, I, I'm okay with that. Now, the Hughes, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of back semi with the Hughes right now. I'm doing lots of recording with Marilyn. And this year's... Oh, just... Taken off. Um, so we don't want that really stupid colder snow because that's going to make the... I start back two weeks from today. Oh, you do? Yeah. Woo-hoo. Okay, yeah. we'll have to figure that one out. We'll see. Wait, two weeks from today is almost March. Almost. Yeah. February 21st or 20, 21st? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and this is leap year, too. It is. By it golly. is. Yeah. Do it. Now, wait. The sun is not... St- doesn't set after six yet, right? Not yet. Tonight it was like five forty something. <laughs> you know, that's better than four forty. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the twenty first is the first time at six o'clock. Something around there. I'm ready. I'm yeah. Ready. Now, when do the clocks change? Um, is that first of March or end of March? I do not know. See, I don't either. We're about to find out. I was going to say, there's lots of stuff we need to look at. Siri. When does daylight saving time begin? This year, daylight saving time starts on Sunday, March 10th, 2024, yeah. and will end on Sunday, November 3rd, 2024. Yep, second Sunday. So, we have, we'll be open on Saturday the 9th at work at Savar City, so it'll get darker for earlier one day of the year, and then next day, Daylight saving, you get to stay a little later. Well, I don't stay a little later. We still close on the same right, time. Right, just be brighter. <laughs> be, yeah, right. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, it, it is February 7th, and last week we had uh, Groundhog Day. <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil. Mm-hmm. So Punxsutawney Phil, okay, so he did, He says early spring for the whole country, right? Yeah, he said that. Yeah. Well, he didn't see a shadow. Which is confusing. I always was confused as a kid because I thought if he saw a shadow, that means the sun's out and it's warmer. And no, if he sees a shadow, it means more winter. So that's just weird. I don't know. I think this weather school actually explains a bunch of that confusion. Did you so, give him an interview or anything like that? Did you interview the groundhog? I asked, and no. they said no. No, I bet they did. Yeah, no, they said no because they're it, pretty strict. Yeah, but this year they didn't drop them. Drop it. <laughs> so, I think last year they dropped the groundhog. Yeah. Anyway, let's find out some more about Punxsutawney Phil. Here's the weather school. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, 
stormed our weather school. This year, the groundhog saw his shadow, which means in early spring. Is this true? And why is everyone so excited about a groundhog anyway? Punxsutawney Phil, born May 1st, 2010, is the name of a groundhog in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. On February 2nd, Groundhog Day, each year, the borough of Punxsutawney celebrates the legendary groundhog with a festive atmosphere of music and food. During the ceremony, which begins well before the winter sunrise, Phil emerges from his temporary home on Gobbler's Knob, located in a rural area about two miles southeast of town. According to tradition, if Phil sees his shadow and returns to his hole, then he has predicted six more weeks of winter-like weather. If Phil does not see his shadow, he has predicted an early spring. The date of Phil's prognostication is known as Groundhog Day in the United States and Canada and has been celebrated since 1887. Punxsutawney Phil became an international celebrity thanks to the 1993 movie Groundhog Day. The Inner Circle scripts the Groundhog Day ceremonies in advance, with the Inner Circle deciding beforehand whether Phil will see his shadow. The inner circle maintains kayfabe throughout the year, never acknowledging the ruse, and keeps its criteria for whether spring will arrive early a trade secret. The Stormfax Almanac has made note of the weather conditions on each Groundhog Day since 1999. The Almanac has recorded 12 incidents in a 20-year span in which the groundhog was claimed to have seen his shadow while the sky was cloudy or there was rain or snow coming down, and one case in which the groundhog did not see his shadow despite sunshine. The practices and lore of Punxsutawney Phil's predictions are predicated on a light-hearted suspension of disbelief by those involved. According to the lore, there is only one Phil, and all the other groundhogs are imposters. It is claimed that this one groundhog has lived to make weather prognostications since 1886, sustained by drinks of groundhog punch or elixir of life administered at the annual groundhog picnic in the fall. In this respect, Punxsutawney Phil is unique. The lifespan of a groundhog in the wild is roughly six years, although they can live up to 20 years. According to the Groundhog Club, Phil, after the prediction, speaks to the club president in Groundhogese, which only the current president can understand, and then his prediction is translated to the entire world. As of 2019, Punxsutawney Phil has made 133 predictions, predicting an early spring 19 times, which is 14.28%. The inner circle, in keeping with kayfabe, 
claims a 100% accuracy rate and an approximately 80% accuracy rate in recorded predictions, claiming in turn that whenever the prediction is wrong, the person in charge of translating the message must have made a mistake in his interpretation. Impartial estimates place the groundhog's accuracy between 35 and 40%. So, whether you want six more weeks of winter or an early spring, Punxsutawney Phil is one way to find out, but the only real way to find out is just to wait and see. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. There you know much about that pesky groundhog and everything, so... Anyway, it's time for In Other News. So, uh, Corey, you just told me something during the weather school I did not know. Because I wrote down here there was a possible tornado near San Diego yesterday. And you just said... There was one. Well, a warning. Uh, yeah, a warning. For uh, 6 o'clock our time tonight, I do believe. 8 o'clock? Um, well, it was our time, 6 o'clock, so 4 o'clock. Oh, our for time, them. 6 o'clock. Okay, yeah. Um. Los Osos, San Luis Obispo County. I can't speak Californian, but uh, <laughs> okay, it's got to be close to San Diego. Down there, yeah, down there in the southern. Oh my gosh, yeah, it is. Yep, sure is. Big line of storms coming up. It's that. It's that atmospheric river. It is. This major atmospheric river. Um, Some people call it the Pineapple Pineapple Express. It's just a very large, persistent, heavy, moisture-laden river, atmospheric river of water just slamming into California. This other one they did, too, today. One's... This last one says there's a storm capable of producing a tornado moving on shore right now, so it's still over the ocean. Isn't that wild? I bet they're having fun out there because they never get stuff like this. Uh, <laughs> I was watching the Grammys the other night, and they were in a flash flood warning at the Grammy venue in Los Angeles. Oh, my gosh. It's just crazy over there. Did you hear about the hurricane force winds? Um, I I heard mention of that. Did, they, did it actually transpire? There was a hurricane force wind recorded. Whoa! Uh, let's see. We're at here in the uh, Sierra Nevada mountains. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Now, what would you consider a hurricane force wind being? I would say a gust up to 75 miles an hour. Yeah, well, this was a Category 5 hurricane force wind of 165, 160 miles per hour. No Category way. 5 hurricane force wind. Can you believe that? No. Near, uh, it was I on, mean, I do. But... It was on Ward Mountain uh, in Lake Tahoe on Sunday. So they had a, a hurricane force wind warning. Is that was that the, or they? No, just that's re- where they measured a hurricane force wind. <gasps> oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I mean, they were under a warning already. But yeah, they're, it's causing mudslides, flooding, water rescues all over the place. Hundred and six. Oh my gosh! That entire part of the state, from L.A., San Diego, Orange County, Riverside, Santa Barbara, all under a a uh, state of emergency from the you know governor. Uh, people are dying wow. out there. 
It's crazy, actually. Well, they were... T- okay, now, uh, what this is... Now, this article, uh, I haven't found a new one, but this was two days ago. So, now, this is Wednesday. This was on Monday. They said more than 800,000 without power as an intense atmospheric river brings threat of mudslides and flooding. Now, they also... Uh, which uh, the star- no not star- uh, weather prediction center issued a very rare four out of four uh, hmm. like uh, what is that a high risk for massive rain on out well, of there. well downtown Los Angeles the uh, yearly average is only fourteen point two five inches for the year God. and since Sunday they've gotten over seven inches so half that in two days <laughs> wow yeah. Yeah, now I know San Diego. Uh, that's a guy went out there. I was talking to a guy that lives inland from Oceanside, so it's like San Diego-ish, whatever. He said probably San Diego gets maybe three inches a year. I saw some video this morning. <laughs> yeah, and this is in Las Vegas, and they had a parking garage, and water was just rushing out of that, rushing out of that. And it looked like man, they had a really heavy rain. And I looked up; they only had half an inch. But their no. drainage systems aren't built for a lot of rain, apparently. Oh. That comes a lot of rain that comes in a short period of time because they just don't get it. And it looked like a major flash flood coming out of this parking garage. All they got was a half inch. Isn't I that insane? That was, yeah, I thought that was weird. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so I, I have s- some data here. Now, this was a- actually as of today, uh, 10, 20 a.m. today uh, the from the San Diego NWS. Uh, it's labeled under miscellaneous hydrologic data. Um, <clears throat> of course, I'm not going to read everything because it's massive. But I'm going to highlight four-day precipitation totals as of 10, 20 a.m. today. Um what do we call snowfall? Mount Baldy Notch, wherever that's at, thirty-six to thirty-nine inches. Are you hearing the cats? Wow, I heard a something. It's kind of scary. I know. There's. I have. A, no, those cats. No, that's not going to work. Anyway, <laughs> Mountain High. That's the name of it. Mountain High, thirty-eight inches. Big Bear, twenty-four inches. Wow. Okay, and then uh, top rainfall amounts. Oh, I don't know. Deer Creek Dam, 11.18 inches. Hmm. Middle Fork, Lytle Creek. I'd never heard of these places, but they're in the San Diego area. 13.99 inches. Um, so now uh, there's the Oceanside, which is where my friend Lee is. 3.72. Now, this is a four-day total, and they're just flooding all around. Uh, let me see. Uh, San Diego County Valleys, uh, Camp Target Range Raws, R-A-W-S, I don't know, 6.11. I, I mean, I can go on. You can, you can access this information from the San Diego NWS office. Unbelievable for that for that part of the country. Yeah, and, and like you just said, they are not used to this. No. And this isn't the first time Los Angeles has flooded in the past few it's months. It's been a recent thing, too. Yeah. And it's not only been one other time. It's been a couple or three other times. It's It seems to be happening more often now. Yeah, and it, they're showing right where that atmospheric river is unleashing is right there. Now, it's it was supposed to slow down, but then another system was coming, an actual non-related atmospheric river system coming from the north into there. So it's, it is unbelievable. Do you have anything over there that you were looking uh, at? Have you heard about, and I was absent, I was a little under the weather last week, so I don't know if you talked about this. 
Did you hear the cone of uncertainty is going to be changing this year in hurricane season? The National no. Hurricane Center is going to be changing it. It's been a little uh, uh, confusing for some people. People, it does. It just shows a big cone. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily. They don't know exactly where that hurricane is going to go in that cone. But now they're going to add all the alerts and the uh, active warnings and hurricane uh, advisories into the cone. So it's going to be color-coded now, and they can tell you where the highest impact is going to be because there's things that happen outside of the center of the hurricane. Exactly. So yeah, they're incorporating that. Hopefully, it'll be easier to read. I've seen an example. It's a lot more colorful. That's great. So, So they're really thinking... They're thinking we could have a little higher of a chance of hurricane season. I mean, stronger hurricanes, uh, maybe a higher number of hurricanes this okay. year. Um, so that's that's still on the table. Okay. It, yeah, they're they're anticipating higher, and and it's been higher now for two or three, four years. But uh, there's a seventy percent chance of inso uh, neutral mm-hmm. coming back. You know, which is talked about that a little bit. Which is not El Nino. It's not La Nina. It's right in the middle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, they're talking about a seventy percent, a seventy three percent chance of inso neutral conditions from April till June. Yeah. And then most models indicate a transition to La Nina around July to September, and that is when the bulk of those hurricanes happen. So we're so we're flipping back. We've we're had a strong. Back. Wow. Most models, I don't have a percentage on that. Yeah. Most models are kind of leaning toward that, which I think that's why they're wanting to say above average activity in the Atlantic. That would make sense. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Have they issued the names yet? I believe they have. Yay. We go from Alberto to William. Most of them I can pronounce. <laughs> okay. Um, Here, give a rundown. What Alberto... Beryl? I've heard of that one. Chris, Debbie, and Ernesto I've heard of. Mm-hmm. Francine, Gordon. I've heard, I've heard of Gordon many times. Yeah. Helene, Isaac, Joyce, Kirk, Leslie, Milton, Nadine, Oscar. <laughs> Nadine. Patty. Hurricane Patty. Nice. Raphael, Sarah, Tony, Valerie, and William. Those are pretty easy names. Yeah, no more Isaias no, going on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I bet you that one does not return. That would that was a, a I cluster. Wouldn't so. I wouldn't think so. Isa <laughs> is. Yeah. Well, is that Spanish or must be? I uh, I don't know what else it would be. No, I I don't either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let let's kind of keep uh, that in mind. Kind of look at the uh, next few uh, outlooks on uh, El Nino, La Nina, and all that kind of good stuff. Because uh, I think we're gonna get a flip flop, and that's a quick flip flop, really. Oh, yeah. Because we're still in an El Nino, technically, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and by April, it should transition. And then by July... That's quick. That's real quick to go back into La Nina. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I like the winter we've had so far this year. I can't complain. (laughs) We've had a little ice. We had a little snow. We had a little really, really cold. And now we've been into the well above average temperatures of the... 60s and said, Did we ever hit 70? I, I didn't this no, year. 69.4. We did. Okay. I believe. Let me see. Check real quick. 
Uh, we had a 69.3 one day. The next day we had a 69.4. <laughs> yep, 69.4. And negative uh, 4.7. Get down there, negative 4.7. We're done with that, right? I'm done with that. I don't know. So far this month, uh, February, we've had 1.09 inches, just a little bit over an inch. That's fine. Just need to kind of keep it I coming. I do have good news. Oh, what's the good news? If you like cicadas, or if you don't like cicadas. Ooh, yeah. You know, it's been making national news that two broods of cicadas are right. coinciding this year to wake up at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not going to happen in the Ozarks. We only get one of those here in the Ozarks. Uh, so we're not going to get a crossover or anything. We only have brood 19 here, so no overlapping like it's going to happen in the Northeast and other parts of the country. Okay. It'll still be noisy because they are waking up, and they yeah. only wake up every 17 years as brood 19, but everywhere else they're going to... You know, it's going to be a cross from brood 17 to brood 19. It'll be a little noisy. But here, <laughs> only one brood's waking up. Okay. That, so that's good to know. It's only half as noisy here in the Ozarks. <laughs> and it's been noisy. Maybe the, maybe it'll eat my cats. I heard the Not spring peepers. I'm telling you. It is a little early for that, I think. Yeah. It's only February 7th. That's I think that's way early. Now, if it were like leap day... March 1st, yeah, that would make more sense So this me. brood 19, they're going to get in our trees, what they're going to do. Here's how, here's how they go underground. They're going to drop their eggs from the trees, and they eventually, eventually get buried into the ground, and then they won't wake up until 2037. That's Okay, so it's actually gonna, eggs going into the ground, not the actual cicadas for 17 years. So okay, so the cicadas are going to emerge. emerge. They're going to fly around. Lay their eggs. Lay their eggs. And they're going to fly around. They're going to go down to the ground. They're going to bury themselves. Uh-huh. And then they're going to wake up in 2037. That's a really long nap. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it sounds great. <laughs> that's all I got. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much all, all I've got on In Other News. Uh, man, it's just getting crazy out there. All right, I think it's time for the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. Okay, it's time for the weather word of the week. So, Corey, what is this week's Stormdar weather weather word of the week? Laminar. Laminar. So, what is laminar mean? Laminar is a uh, seminar at Close. Lambert's. At Lambert's, home of the throat rolls. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's it's a it. smooth, oh, okay. non-turbulent. I guess that's what that means. Smooth, smooth and. Non- Smooth and not turbulent. <laughs> it, it, I don't make the words. I just copy Often <laughs> used to describe cloud formations, which appear to be shaped by a smooth flow of air traveling in parallel areas. Now, I saw something like that today. I was looking to the north. Yeah, I drove into it. And I saw something kind of look like waves of clouds. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of cool. It wasn't like... You know, some pictures I've seen actually look like waves, but yeah. you could tell the air was moving up there somehow. I think I know what they're called. What's that? The big one. Ke- uh, Kelvin Heim- yeah, Heimholtz, something yeah, like right. Heimholtz, something Kevin? Like, yeah. Kevin, you know Kevin. Kelvin. Oh, Kelvin. I don't know. You know? It's not Kevin. <laughs> but, but they're very interesting, and I wonder that. And actually, somebody messaged us, messaged us oh, yeah? and said, did you see those? And it was really funny because she must have been driving either right behind me or right in front of me because she was on the highway taking a picture, and oh, wow. I was on the highway driving to see I saw my it from my house today. So, wow. Yeah. Kelvin Heimholtz. Kelvin Heimholtz. Sounds right. 
If not, it's close enough. It's it's close. So yeah, if, if you're interested, they kind of look like waves in the sky. They're very wild. Yeah, they're really cool. wild. They're, they're harmless, but yeah, they look like waves. So if you're you know, on mushrooms or something, then you might say, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm at the beach. I don't know. No, that's mm-hmm. not it. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what are you going to do tomorrow? Um, get out. I was thinking of going somewhere, but I don't know that, where that would be because I'm running out of days off. Yeah. I need to do something. It's going to be nice, but it's going to be windy. That's the thing. Very windy tomorrow. So it would be hard to spend a lot of time outside, although it will be nice. Yeah, just get the kayak out. My kayak will blow around because it's inflatable, and I wouldn't have to paddle. I was gonna say, you definitely don't want the drone. No, no, no. You got a couple of good. Uh, um, looking for the outro, couple of good drone picks. Yeah, got a few. Where did I put my? You don't. You don't have that memorized yet. Oh gosh, I've done it for so many times. Mm. Do you see it around here? I don't see it anywhere. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, if I can't remember, I just may have to stop and do it anyway. But uh, anyway, you got anything else? I don't. I don't. I'm getting hungry. I'm gonna go eat. I'm gonna go eat. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's t- okay. This is gonna really be really bad. So okay. So it's time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us at uh, on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Uh, be sure to like and comment on our post to have us show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. I did it. I did it. That's pretty okay. good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.